I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We are back with another quick podcast here, kind of a instant reaction style of podcast. Uh, David Lake joined by Gabby Urrutia Tuesday, recording this at 3.12. So just want to timestamp that because anything can happen in the world of recruiting between now and when uh when these letters of intent start rolling in so uh, as we said on the monday podcast we'd provide a quick little tuesday podcast for kind of the most up-to-date uh information after the dust had settled from the weekend official visitors right because sometimes um sometimes prospects can have that official visit high right so it's you get a, a better sense maybe on the Tuesday after an official visit week and of, of where things really stand. Um, and so I'm going to just pass pass it off to Gabby here for most of the podcast, but I think we're going to mainly focus on five guys, right, Gabby? Um, for the most part, Miami's commits are locked up outside of maybe Landon Ibieta. Strong chance he flips to LSU. And then Valentia Carswell, a.k.a. Flip Carswell, who is flirting with Ole Miss. And we'll get into that later. But um, let's pare this podcast down. Miami fans need to know essentially about five guys, right? Um, defensive end, Nigel Lee Kelly. Wide receiver, Kevin Coleman. Defensive end, Cyrus Moss. And uh, tight end, Jaleel Skinner. All four of those guys are top 100 players in the country. Big-time guys. Um, Let's start with the one guy who we know is definitely going to announce his decision on Wednesday. Defensive end, Nigel Lee Kelly, uh, four-star out of Fort Lauderdale. Um, He's going to do it at, for those interested in watching, 2 o'clock, CBS Sports HQ. Um, so I think, you know, Google search cbssportshq.com, you'll find the live stream pretty easily there. Um, I think all the crystal balls on Miami now at Tuesday afternoon, Gabby, are we still feeling confident in Nigel Leak? Yeah, I think we're still feeling good that Nigel Leak's going to pick Miami again. I don't think that I, I think that there's still a chance that maybe that falls a different direction. But I think everyone feels pretty good at this point that Miami's going to be the pick. Um, you kind of go back to the way Oregon sort of stood in that recruitment and how good he felt there uh, with Mario Cristobal here in Miami. Now, you know, he said, I think he told something to, I think his mom told something to Andrew Ivins that I thought was pretty notable that it feels like they brought Oregon down to South Florida. That was something that Kelly himself said, you know, at one point, you know, recently during the recruiting cycle when talking about how much he liked Oregon. So, you know, I definitely feel good about where Miami stands in that one. Again, the finalists are Miami, Florida, Florida State, Georgia, and Auburn. So, um, again, just kind of following the visits and seeing how things have gone recently, I think you have to like where Miami stands going into that 2 o'clock announcement tomorrow. 
All right, so again, 2 o'clock, CBS Sports HQ for those that want to watch it. Um, The rest of the guys to know in terms of uncommitted guys to Miami um, probably, well, have either been pushed back. So let's start with that one. Jaleel Skinner, the tight end commit to Alabama. Miami's trying to flip him. Miami was able to get him in for a second official visit after the head coaching change this past weekend. Um, seemed like Miami felt confident afterwards, or, or sorry, during the visit, in, in potentially pulling off a flip. After the dust is settled, seems like he might uh, stick with Alabama, but he did push his, uh, you know, when he's going to, I guess, officially sign, he pushed it back to Friday. So what do you make of that, Gabby? Yeah, I think that's interesting just considering the fact that he is an Alabama commit. And, you know, there's people out there that expect him to stick with Alabama. And uh, not sure if it's a logistical thing to sign on Friday or whatever it is. But I do think it's notable that coming off that that final official visit, you know, he could easily probably just get it done Wednesday morning like a lot of other guys are. Even a lot of guys that are making decisions, uh, you know, announcing those intentions on, on Wednesday, you know, at some point throughout the the morning or even early afternoon. So I think him pushing it back to Friday, uh, I, I think it says something, uh, at least that he's thinking about it. I think that was probably my biggest takeaway from the weekend is that I thought at the very least Miami was going to give him something to think about, uh, you know, really sort of push him in that way. And I think that they did. Again, people at Miami felt pretty good about the impression that they made and, you know, that there was a potential to flip him again. I would still expect him to stick with Alabama, but I do think that the fact that he is pushing it to Friday, uh, you never really know what happens. But again, I think it's something that we've hammered with this recruitment. This is Nick Saban and this is Alabama that we're dealing with. I think chances are that he probably sticks out. You typically don't see a lot of guys flip from Alabama in the 11th hour like this or, you know, really right at the finish line. So um, I'm not being super, I'm not super optimistic about that one, but I guess crazier things have happened. So the two remaining guys to know, I guess are probably not going to announce this week as far as we know now at on Tuesday afternoon. Um, wide receiver Kevin Coleman out of the St. Louis area and Cyrus Moss, who comes from Las Vegas, Bishop Gorman. Um, it is notable that Josh Newberg of Knowles 24-7 put in a Miami crystal ball pick, I believe with an eight confidence score on Kevin Coleman. Uh, Florida State, prior to that, including Newberg, um, owned the crystal ball picks for Kevin Coleman. Um, so it's my impression, right, that he's going to make an announcement during an, an All-American game. Um, and my read on that situation, right, typically how that plays out is when a prospect announces at an All-American game, they still sign their letter of intent with the school they're going to announce with. But they ask that school when they send it in, they ask the school to keep it quiet, to not announce it publicly so that, you know, there is somewhat of a suspense on the, uh, the stage of, of their announcement um, at the All-American game. So the way I'm reading into that Josh Newberg crystal ball Maybe Kevin Coleman told Florida State staff, hey, I'm going to sign with Miami. Appreciate all you guys recruiting me. 
appreciate the relationships, all that stuff. So Florida State staff leaked that to Josh Newberg, and uh, he then puts the crystal ball out there, right? I can say from our point of view, right, from the Miami side of things, um, they're kind of keeping things quiet. You can read into that however you want to read into it. Um, But bottom line is we won't officially know where Kevin Coleman decides to announce or, or sign with until I don't know the exact date of that game. January 8th. January 8th. So um, the crystal ball, I think, is notable because this was shaping up to be a Miami Florida State battle. But um, kind of just wait and see mode, I guess, Gabby. How do you read this? Yeah, I mean, all those things that you said, I think, could potentially be true. Um, I think another thing to factor in here was that Kenny Dillingham, the Florida State offensive coordinator, uh, I think he was a big part of that recruitment to Kevin Col- with, with Kevin Coleman, and that's a part of the reason why people up in Tallahassee thought that he could be heading that way. It seems like he's sort of being tapped as the next offensive coordinator at Oregon under Dan Lanning, who's one of his close friends. Um, so I think in a way that that sort of eliminates Florida State just because I don't think that, you know, again, as Kenny Dillingham being like maybe the primary recruiter there, if he's not going to be there, I don't think Florida State's necessarily in the cards. And, you know, are you going to go, is Kenny Dillingham going to go to Oregon and then recruit against a Florida State type? I just don't think this is enough time for that to to really happen and come full circle like that. So I think, you know, I think there's times that things just sort of fall into someone's lap. And again, Mario Cristobal done a really good job of recruiting Kevin Coleman, you know, at Oregon and establishing that relationship. And this could just be one of those situations where, you know, Miami just sort of wins out here. Again, I'm not predicting that that happens right now, but I mean, for all the reasons that David said, and just considering sort of the background of, you know, the, the, you know, twists and turns of this recruitment, you know, internally between Oregon and Florida state, I think there's reason to be confident that Miami's sitting in a pretty good spot heading into that. Again, that announcement at the all American game in the Alamo bowl over in Texas on January 8th. And Cyrus Moss as well. Right. I mean, I think that one's, quite frankly we don't we don't really know much about that situation right so but he i guess is gonna announce an all-american game as well um he rushed into taking a visit to miami so is he another guy that's going to sign on the down low officially with whatever school he picks and then announce it publicly at this all-american game i don't know um i don't think he you talk about this, Gabby. Can he early enroll? I mean, is he? Is there a possibility where he's just going to wait until the February signing day? Yeah, um, it's going to be interesting because I know he's planning a commitment, um, at least a commitment uh, at the All American Bowl, the same one that Kevin Coleman's going to commit at or commit at or just announce where he's headed to school. But you know, a lot of times with these private schools, especially like you know the Catholic schools and stuff like that. Early enrolling really isn't always an option. I know there's been few exceptions throughout the years. For example, like a Don Chaney. I know he got an exception, but I don't think Cyrus Moss is, you know, going to be a type that early enrolls. Just with his recruitment, it feels like it could potentially be a USC-Miami battle. I mean, he went to USC before he came to Miami. He left that official visit early to, you know, take that cross-country flight to Miami. He stayed for a lot of the night. I was told that he was here, you know, late Sunday night. And, uh, you know, I think that that's a big deal. 
Again, I'm not really sure of the intricacies of this recruitment. Again, he's a, a very new name on the scene here at Miami, and we're basically learning about him by the hour. But, you know, from what I've been able to gather, uh, some people think it could either be the Trojans or it could be the Hurricanes on January 8th. And uh, when he gets to campus, I think it's probably still to be determined, you know, either way, whether he's headed to, to Los Angeles or down here. But uh, I think that we're, again, I'm not sure we're going to know much about where he's going until, you know, that All-American Bowl. So, to recap, we'll know Nigelik Wednesday, by end of Wednesday. Feel good about Miami. We'll know Jaleel Skinner Friday, it sounds like. Um, I'd say probably Bama, team to beat, sticking with Bama, etc. Um, and then the other two guys, Kevin Coleman, Cyrus Moss. Sounds like it'll be All-American Bowl announcements, and uh, we'll just have to be patient to find out about those, but... Sounds good for Coleman in particular. Um, want to touch on the commit to keep an eye on in terms of flipping away from Miami, and that is Flip Carswell, uh, the offensive tackle out of the state of Georgia. Um, things seem kind of quiet in terms of Miami, um, and there seems to be kind of some smoke with Ole Miss. What's your read on this situation right now, Gabby? Yeah, I think it's, I mean, again, just one of the golden rules of recruiting is following the visits. I do think it's notable that he didn't come down to South Florida last weekend with the rest of the commits that they all sort of made their way down. Um, Again, he had used it. It's not that he was anywhere else, but, uh, you know, he did take that in-season official visit to Ole Miss. You know, I'm told, uh, you know, by someone familiar with, you know, what's going on in Oxford that, you know, they feel pretty good about, you know, his willingness to go play in the SEC, that that could be something that potentially happens. Again, I think there's a reason why it hasn't fully happened yet. I I don't know if Flip is the, you know, early signing day suspense type of guy. He kind of like, he doesn't tweet, doesn't use social media, uh, you know, doesn't do a lot of this type of stuff. So, um, I think it's just going to be one of those wait and see type of situations. I wouldn't expect a, a tweet or anything like that. Uh, honestly, I'm kind of wishing for, I'm waiting on either one of the official Twitter accounts when they re- when they actually receive the national letter of intent to tweet out that, you know, that this guy's in. So I'm not sure that we will know much about what's going on with Flip Carswell until then. And that's just a product of, you know, just how he operates and, you know, how low key that recruitment's been throughout this process. But again, I could see it being Ole Miss at this point. Um, I could I could see it being Miami. I would probably lean closer to the Rebels right now just based on how things have gone over the past few weeks and maybe the past month or so. But, um, you know, we never really know what happens. So we'll see how uh, signing day shakes out. I think bottom line, uh, if Mario Cristobal is able to add a Nigel Lee Kelly, which, which we kind of expect, that's a good day for Miami. They weren't going to land Nigel Lee Kelly um, under the previous regime. So that's a big time get on the line of scrimmage. And with that, we will say thank you for listening. And uh, we will, I'm sure, have a podcast recapping the early signing period and uh, how Miami's class officially shakes out. So till next time, take care. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 